Let's talk about working from home. We can come back to that topic or any other topic you want as we go through the next couple of hours. But for people who wanted to work at home forever and a day, it seems the Fair Work Commission has other ideas. And this could very well be a precedent that will echo across the country because there was an Adelaide man who took his uh, employer to the Fair Work Commission saying that I want the right to work. I can do my job from home. It's computer-based. I don't need to see people, and I'll happily do it 100% of the time, and that would be my, my preference. And there's a, other reasons. He's got custody one week out of two of his child or whatever it might be. And, uh, but the Fair Work Commission has said, no, your employer has every right to ask you to come to the office for whatever percentage of time it deems necessary. Professor Andrew Stewart, Professor of Law, Uni of Adelaide. Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Matthew. Morning to your listeners. Interesting, isn't it? So the uh, the whole COVID work from home thing has just been tipped back on its head. Well, that's right. And in many ways, this case, though, is a bit of an indicator of where we are, which is things have moved on since the pandemic. Um, the argument in this case wasn't about you have to spend all your time in the office. It was about how much time you have to spend in the office. So um, it, it's certainly an important case. Um, but it doesn't mean a complete end to working from home. If anything, it's emphasising that what the future is going to be in this area is about striking a balance. You know, assuming you're doing a job of a kind that can be done from home. Obviously, some people, you know, their only work can be done from their workplace. But, of course, there are a lot of people, particularly doing clerical professional work, uh, who are capable of doing their work from home. And the argument, yeah, in this case was about what's the balance. Indeed. Well, you can't be a bus driver from home, for instance, or any percentage of the time, but uh, you, you can do office work, I suppose, from home. For a... Is there a, a limit? Is there? Did the Fair Work Commission set a minimum work from home period? Um, well, the, what, the issue had to, uh, what the issue was for the Commission to rule on in this case was whether the employer had reasonable business grounds for saying no to the employee's request to work entirely from home. So the, the very fact that we've got a decision here is interesting in itself because um, the idea that you have a right to request your employer for flexible work arrangements has been in the Fair Work Act um, for over a decade. But the Albanese government introduced changes, which only took effect in June this year, um, for the first time to give employees a right to challenge their employer if the employer says no. So the way this part of the uh, the law works is that um, you can ask for a flexible work arrangement um, if you've got a reason for needing it. And that might be, as it was in this case, um, caring for kids. Uh, It could be that you have a disability, which is also something that... um, Mr. Gregory, in this case, tried to argue, although not successfully. He had irritable bowel. And the commission wasn't satisfied. That was enough of a disability. If you're over 55, that's also a reason why you can ask to work from home. Mm. Now, your employer can then decide whether or not to say yes. But if they say no, then the new part of this is you can go to the commission and challenge it. And so this is one of the very first cases that's come before the tribunal where the tribunal has to weigh up the interests. And as I said a minute ago, what was interesting here was that the employer certainly wasn't saying a hard no. It was saying, well, 
we want you, in fact, we want all our staff as far as possible to be in the office at least 40% of the time. Yeah. And in your case, we're actually prepared to let you work from home in the weeks when you have custody of your child, um, but you've got to come to work the other week. So um, in some ways, the very fact that the employer here wasn't trying to set too hard a line was what helped it get over the line with the commission. And at the same time, Commissioner Platt um, is making the point that, you know, the pandemic is over or at least, you know, certainly not having the same effects it had. And that it's now reasonable for an employer to say, well, even if you can do all your work from home, we want to see you and the team work together. We want people to benefit from social contact with one another. We want to actually keep an eye on what you're doing. Uh, and monitoring your productivity. Yeah. And so for all those reasons, the commission was satisfied that in this case, the balance that the employer was trying to strike was a reasonable one. Yeah, indeed. So it's it's very much saying also, to, to me anyway, the boss is still the boss. They can set the rules. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's certainly an entitlement that uh, employers generally have to decide where you get to do your work. Mm. But for a lot of employers now, um, even if in an ideal world they'd like to have their whole team in the office, there are a lot of businesses at the moment who are making the call that, you know what, people have got used to working from home and maybe we do want them back in the office more than they had. But a lot of businesses are now doing what this one did, which is try and say, take a bit of a half and half position. You know, you can spend some of your time at work, some of your time at home. And that seems to be the new reality for a lot of working arrangements. Um, so if the employer here had tried to be really, really hardline, my sense is that the commission would have said, no, that's not reasonable. But mm. they weren't being, and so they got a ruling in their favour. There we go. Does this decision impact on the federal government's IR legislation? Uh, it doesn't. Uh, well, it, it's an indicator of the IR changes they've already made. So, if, you know, the Albanese government had a big program of reform. It got um, one big piece of legislation through last year, and this decision is an example of, you know, part of that new framework being used. It's also got a bill in Parliament at the moment with a huge number of changes, more changes in it that affect casual employment, particularly affects um, independent contracting, affects people finding work through digital platforms, criminalising um, wage theft. So a lot of big changes. Government's just had a bit of a win in negotiations with one employer association in the resources sector, uh, but it's going to have to try and persuade a couple of crossbenchers in the Senate to join with the Greens to vote up these changes. And at the moment, we're not expecting that to come to a head until... February next year. So still a lot to watch in this space, but the decision we've been talking about is certainly an example of one of the changes Labor's made, you know, coming to fruition. Yeah, indeed. All right. Uh, Andrew, appreciate your insights. Thank you. All right. Thanks, man. Professor Andrew Stewart, uh, Professor of Law, Uni of Adelaide.